We would like to acknowledge the Yuggera people and the Turrbal people as the traditional custodians of Mianjin, the lands on which we record this podcast today. We pay our respects to Elders past, present and emerging. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. Welcome everyone to For the Health of It. This is a Healthcare Australia podcast. This is a podcast made for healthcare professionals by nurses on the inside. My name is Jessica. And I'm Zana. And we are actually nurses that work for Healthcare Australia and we are your brand ambassadors. Mm -hmm. So we've got a very... Pretty awesome episode today. Yeah, we it's do. with a dear friend of mine named Jane. Um, as you, if you've probably listened to some of the podcasts that we've done previously, um, Zana and I have both worked in Brisbane uh, with the metro side of HCA as well as rural remote. Mm-hmm. And I actually got to meet Jane during um, some work I've done across multiple actually hospitals um, across Brisbane. And the most important part of this story that I want to kind of get out there is Jane not only has come and started working for agency in the last year, but she's actually come from New Zealand, which mm-hmm. I, we will definitely dive into. Um, and she's done a bit of R&R placement as well as Metro. So yeah. Jane, thank you so much for coming today. Oh, thank you both for inviting me. Aww, <laughs> and I just love you. the Kiwi accent. Yeah, I know. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> love it, love it. So let's talk about what actually brought you over to Australia, because obviously you've come from New Zealand. What kind of brought you over to Aussie land. Well, I'd thought about it for a long time mm-hmm. and I, the opportunity, I just one day, with COVID, everything shut down, so I put it on the back burner and yep. then I just decided one day to buy a ticket and then realised that I actually had to resign from work, I had to <laughs> rent my house out, I had a lot to do, yep. so, um, and I just took the opportunity and I needed a change yes. and um, financially mm-hmm. it was... Mm. Um, it's been a game changer for me. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. So. How was the um, the process of applying to work? Because I know that New Zealand and Australia, it, it's a, they try and make the process a little bit easier. Yeah, it's reciprocal. Yes. And the easiest thing, which I thought would be the hardest, was getting my registration over here. Yes. And that I just did that in New Zealand, yep. and it, the process was quick. Um, not a problem. You pay them the money, and there you are. And then done. And this yeah. is your upper registration, your nursing registration. Yeah, nursing We've got a few internationals that yeah. would be listening to this podcast. So our nursing registration here in Australia is called APRA, um, and you do have to apply to APRA in order yeah. to work here mm-hmm. uh, in Australia as a nurse. But because um, Jane has come from New Zealand, um, yeah, they've got an agreement between Australia and New Zealand just to make the process a little bit easier. Mm, so if yeah. there are some Kiwi nurses listening, yeah, and no age limits. It's easier. So that's yeah, the no. great part. Yes, yeah. exactly. Speaking, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There are no age limits. No. You don't need sponsorship, you don't need visas no, or anything like that. No. You just get your opera, come on over, yeah. mm-hmm. and you can work for us. Yeah. So it's awesome. So good. Yeah. Yeah. So you've obviously come to Brisbane. You've got some yeah. family here in Brisbane, yeah. which is My why sister. you came. Yeah. yeah. And that was a that made it so much easier to come over. Definitely. Yeah. Pack my bags and landed on her doorstep. Yeah. And then what was the process of um, applying to Healthcare Australia and kind of starting to get shifts? How was that? Um, the process... I applied here, I yeah. heard about them through other people and I'd heard of a few agencies and um, it seemed to be a pretty dominant agency and covered a great area as well, so yeah. the opportunities were there. So I applied um, just through a consultant and um, and then yeah, did the process of doing the competencies and all that kind of thing, which yeah. you just do online um, and... Yeah, 
put your availability in on the app and away you go. Yeah, it's so, pretty easy, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Literally yeah. just sit there and go, hmm, I think I might work Monday, yeah. Wednesday yeah, and Friday yeah. this week. <laughs> yeah. You know, why would you want to work every day? Maybe just yeah, work every so second good. day. Yeah. And then weekly pay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, weekly so pay's great. It's so mm-hmm. good, isn't it? Really like it. it keeps that passion yeah. alive it to does. keep working. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely. Like, mm, just hit my bank account, yeah. I'll keep yeah, working. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So how long have you been in Australia for now? Um, a year. Wow, awesome. Just, just over a year. Yeah, okay, so, so tell us about this year. What have you done? Where have you been? Oh, well, I've, um, working-wise, I've based in Brisbane, basically, but um, I did do my first rural and remote yes. contract, which was, yeah, it was fantastic, actually. It was a bit nerve-wracking mm-hmm. um, and um, had a really positive experience um, going there. It was in a... In Rockhampton, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, I'd heard you know you hear about a place, and I thought, oh, well, I'll just do it. Um, and it turned; it was a little bit uh, daunting at first, yeah. but then um, it's about people. You get yeah, to know, and people were lovely, and had um, had a really positive experience. Yeah, that's so. Good. I think that's such a, a key takeaway of what you just said is that you hear all these things about these contracts and these places, mm-hmm. you know especially doing rural and remote, there's yeah. these very isolated communities, there's mm. like very, I guess, indigenous communities, Torres Strait Islander communities. You hear yeah. about how these cities are, you hear about how many people live there, you hear about they might be, you know, very high in drugs or alcohol, things like that. And yeah. people can tell you certain things that turn you off a place. Yeah. Um, and I think with rural and remote nursing, you really have to, to try and not take anyone's opinions on board because if you took mm. everyone's opinions on board, everyone would have something negative to say about everywhere. Yeah. But then also people have a lot of positive to say, yeah. things about, to say about everywhere. Yeah. So I think that's a very important thing to, to note is that, yeah. you know, you go to a place and you might have heard all this stuff, but to try, try and really clear that from your head yeah. and go to a place with the fresh eyes because yeah. there's so many places that people tell you and you're like, oh, I'm not really looking forward to this place. Like it sounds really scary. Everyone's been saying that all these horrible experiences and it can be your favourite place. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. there's very much so like you just need yeah. to take everyone's thing, everyone's opinions with a grain of salt and go there and form yeah. your own opinions because yeah. it's very important. Oh, absolutely. And it's a small, you know, it's a rural, it's like a small, um, yeah. you know, rural kind yep. of community yep. and the people are exceptional um, because there were do's and don'ts. Yeah. Um, and it's just common sense and, and looking after yourself a little bit as well. Yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, the people around, mm. um, you know, I hitched quite a few rides. Yeah. Home. Oh, my goodness. Uh, good on you. Yeah. <laughs> no, with people I knew. Um, yeah. yeah. So, it's so good. I yeah. love when you go into, like, a new town, like these rural remote contracts. So a lot of people think that rural remote means, like, tiny, tiny towns with, like, no shops or anything. Like, yeah. that's what people think. But rural remote contracts, like, you actually have, like, regional towns. And I yeah. I came from Perth, and I didn't even know what, like, a mm. regional town was, rural yeah. remote. Like, I didn't yeah. know any of those kind yeah. of definitions right yeah and my first contract actually it was a town of like over ten thousand, and there was a mcdonald's there was a target there was a kmart and i was like this is this is awesome yeah and the community like you just like as soon as you enter the town you start working like the the community feel you get in these kind Mm -hmm. of environments is so strong and you make such great friendships and straight like amazing connections with people like you had mentioned to me before the podcast as well that someone had even lent you their car yeah. to use. They lent me, oh, it was great. It was um, a farm ute. Um, it needed a little bit of work. Oh. Um, so I went in and, you know, contributed to lights and wind wipers. Nice. Um, but that was that was a game changer for me yeah. and gave me freedom in my days off and 
And how kind of them just to oh, be like, so you know, kind. it's they just, that's so the feel kind. you get in those environments and those yeah. communities, isn't it? It's crazy it? kind. It was yeah. just, and it, it just, yeah, it just renews your faith in people and yeah. and it's sometimes karma, you know, you give and they give and it's just yeah, definitely. Yeah. 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 So yeah. let's talk about, so you obviously did your first contract. Yeah. Um, it was an eight-week contract. Yep. You got your travel included, so yep. to and from Brisbane. Yep. You got accommodation included. Yep. A lot of people ask about accommodation. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell us about your experiences with your accommodation. Um, I had great accommodation. Um, I I needed, because I didn't have a car initially, I needed to be within walking distance of where I was working. Yeah. And um, so it was just, a, it was a motel. It was self-contained. Um, so I had a little kitchen, had my own washing machine, you know, basic nice. things like that. Um I won't tell you where I hung my washing, and hopefully <laughs> nobody saw. Um, but anyway, but and yeah, and I just because I was there for two months, I yep. got to know housekeeping, and mm. so yeah, they so um, they kept the basic supplies going, and yeah, yeah. So no, it was it was really good, and it was. It was great. Quite a mixture of different accommodation. Like yes. I've been to so many contracts. I actually should count how many contracts yeah. I've been on because it's actually quite a lot of contracts. Yeah, but um, I've it's been inspiring. in so many different houses. I've been in motels. I've been in dongers. I've been in caravans. Like, I've literally stayed in this crazy amount of accommodation. Yeah. The one thing in my nursing career is I always wanted to stay in nursing quarters. Yeah. Uh, because yeah, yeah, just yeah. They're, like, there's so few of them these days. Yeah. They've all been knocked down. Yeah. And one of my passions was like I need – to stay in nursing quarters. And mm-hmm. I finally got to in Tamora, New South Wales. And my God, it was creepy. <laughs> because it's like... Oh, there'd be a few ghosts in oh, yeah. oh, yeah. So the upstairs wasn't used. Um, yeah. You weren't even allowed upstairs. But, I mean, I snuck up there and had a little look. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, definitely ghosts in here. Yeah, 100%. But it was such a cool experience to, like, be with other nurses and be like, oh, my God, we're in nursing quarters. Like, yeah. this is over 100 years old. Like, mm-hmm. imagine living here and working at the hospital and... You know, nursing has changed so much. It has us. changed yeah. so much. Yeah, because that really takes you back to how it was when people first studied nursing. Yeah. Mm. They lived there, they breathed there, they worked there, they did everything in the hospital. So, But how yeah. amazing is it that you don't even have to stay in nursing quarters? That's yeah. what they did back in the day. Yeah. We actually get put in motels and, yes. and yeah. or a, a big house where you have your own room. Like, yeah. Yeah. you know, it's not like a, a backpacker-style place where you have to be in a room of 10 people. Like no, when absolutely you work, not. When you work on these contracts, you actually you get proper accommodation. You get your yeah. own bedroom, you know. Mm-hmm. Every accommodation is different. Yeah. But a yeah. motel sounds pretty nice. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> yeah. I think, um, I mean, I did, I guess, I, I did want to kind of be on my own and not yeah. share, yeah. you know, just... It was just me. Yeah. Um, and it worked out and it worked out fine. So, yeah. yeah. So, so what did you do on your days off? Because obviously, you know, you're full-time working, <laughs> but sometimes you can do a contract in a place where you're kind of like, there's not much to do maybe in that specific yeah. town. But what's important is when you're going to these areas, actually look at the map and look at what is around you. Yeah. Because even half an hour, an hour, two hours, mm-hmm. there can be the most incredible yeah. spots. So definitely. Talk yeah. us through. What did you do on your downtime? Oh, well, I got on that old... Rodeo Ute. Oh, um, with the no window wipers? <laughs> yeah, I know they had new window yeah, wipers. Yeah, because you put the new ones <laughs> in. them in there. Um, went out to Keppel Island. So, Beautiful. Um, Beautiful. And that was amazing. And out to Yapoon. Um, I love Yapoon. Yeah, Yapoon is very beautiful. It's got such beautiful vibes there. Yeah, it's oh. lovely. And being by the sea, I love the sea. Yeah. So it was just, yeah, it was just good for the soul. And um, went um, the Capricorn Coast on walks. 
around wow. there and Turtle Bay and so beautiful. And it was just yeah, it was magic. See, so you went so away for eight weeks, technically on a on a work trip, yeah. right? So you're I there mean, full yeah. time. But look at all those amazing experiences yeah. that you just did in an mm-hmm. eight week period. Yeah. That's so, amazing. No, it was plus mm-hmm. the income would have been pretty yeah. nice as well, yeah. you know. Yeah. No, the income's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. the income's yeah. nice. Yeah. Definitely know? better than New yeah. Zealand. Yeah. yeah. And then you get the free accommodation, Absolutely. you get these yeah. amazing experiences on the side. Like yeah. so what do you think of your first R and R contract? Pretty um, good experience. It was great. Yeah. And I look forward to doing more. Oh, yeah. so good. So what yeah. is next for you? What do you? What is your next plans with agency? Yes. Well, I don't know. I'm just going to see. Um, I'm just working Metro at mm-hmm. the moment, and um, that's been fantastic. And you just get to know places and where yeah. you like to go, and yeah. um, you can do, you know, contracts with with hospitals. But yeah. um, I kind of at this stage don't haven't needed to, which is great. Yeah. yeah. I just love how you can just adapt to your own, I don't yeah, know, whatever you, what you want to do, do, right? Yeah. Do you want to go away, mm-hmm. you can go away. If yeah, you want to do five shifts a week, you can do yeah. five. If you want to just do two because you're feeling a bit like, oh, I've just worked a little bit too much, yeah. you can do two shifts. Yeah. So how yeah. have you found, so we've obviously got the Healthcare Australia app on your phone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how do you find using the app? So you obviously, you tick in your availability. Yeah, that's great. It's yeah, so easy, good. hey? It's really easy. And then if you want yeah. if you need to... Like, say, if you want to do some block bookings and you want some more consistent work, like, you seem to be getting so much work, you don't need to do this. I remember I wanted to, I wanted, like, full-time. Yeah, true. I wanted to work full-time for a particular period because I was saving money. Um, So I called the agency and I said, hey, like, I really would like to do some full-time hours in one particular area. There was a hospital that I super loved working at. I just loved the people. Yeah, And so they contact the hospital and I actually signed a contract for three months and I got to do full time for three months. A lot yeah. of them didn't even realise I was agency because they just, I was a part yeah. of the furniture. Yeah. Yeah. And I had to keep reminding them. I was like, I'm agency. And they're just <laughs> yeah. like, what? Yeah. yeah, no, I get that as well. And it's like, are you on a contract now? And I was like, no. Yeah. I know. It's so amazing that you mm-hmm. can just do so much. The day-to-day yeah, block definitely. bookings, yeah. R&R contracts. You can yeah. just go with whatever is going on in your life. Mm. Yeah. And you have a lot of experience in lots of different areas. So talk us through, like, yeah, what areas you work in. Um, well, at the moment I work in recovery, and I've done that for a long time, so post-anesthetic care. And in New Zealand did the RNAA, so the registered nurse anesthetic assistant, which is okay. Okay. a new thing in New Zealand, it's different from Australia where you have anaesthetic nurses, but this was a training, and okay. I did a postgrad training, but working full time, um, so it is a new thing, a little bit political, but it's very positive, and they know that there's such a shortage of techs, anaesthetic techs, that, they, that nursing, nurses are now um, embracing that and doing that and doing the the courses and the exams and things like that. Yeah. So, mm. um, and uh, a large background in ED. Mm-hmm. It's been a few years since I've done ED, but you use it in your work yeah. anyway. Yeah. But I just have to get my big girl pants on and maybe <laughs> start doing some ED, especially yeah. with rural and remote. Yeah, yeah it definitely helps. It's, a, it's got a greater, there's a much greater need um, yes. to do that. So... That will be a, you know, standing at the edge of the pool and just jumping in. Exactly, yeah. So So good. Yeah. Well, the best thing to do is, like, in in situations like that, if you've got a background in an area and, you you know, you want to get 
back into that area if you just communicate it with your consultant and say hey like I've got this ED background this is what I've been Mm -hmm. working in now and I really would love to get back into ED the consultants can then communicate that to the facility and say you know this is a situation this is her nursing experience Um, there's always that general rule like you know it's good to maybe in the last year be in that area but it is flexible on each person and the more you communicate it with your consultant um, the better it is that you can kind of get back into those areas so the best Mm -hmm. thing about being agency is is the ability to upskill and learn new things. Yeah. Now Jane has just yeah, come yeah. back from an R and R placement, and with our rural remote placements, if you do a six week period, um, you get five hundred dollars of an education allowance, mm-hmm. which is incredible. And then mm. if you do twelve weeks, you get a thousand dollars. Now this is courses such as advanced life support, pediatric life support, um, Krana have really incredible courses like your remote emergency care. So yeah. whatever pathway you want to take your nursing, you can use this education allowance and actually put it towards yeah, like absolutely. a really amazing uh, like education platform. And then you can learn so much. Yeah. So now yeah, you've got exactly. 500 bucks up your sleeve. I know. And I want to do it for yeah. Uh, yeah. What, exactly what you were saying. So There we go. Um, to do, you know, ALS and paediatric. Yeah. Advanced life support. Yep. yep. Yeah. And that rec course, I really want to do that Krona rec course. Yeah. The, it is so competitive to get yes, into. definitely. Yeah, you got to book it yep. so ahead in advance. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's $700. Yeah. Um, but I've heard such amazing things about that yeah. course. Oh. So a lot yeah. of people don't realise that you can actually do external courses with that education mm-hmm. bonus, but you absolutely can. Yeah. Um, and then another incentive I just want to bring up as well, because whether you're metro or whether you're rural remote, if you work one hour, you get one point. Mm. And when you get 500 points, you get five hundred bucks mm-hmm. so it's called cash for hours pretty amazing incentive. if anyone's listening to this and has never heard of it and has worked for healthcare australia mm-hmm. i guarantee that there is some money sitting at the bottom of your yes. payslip right now if you head over to your payslip look at the bottom there is a thing that says cash for hours accumulation i think uh, i don't know what that exactly says but it gives you a number down there basically yeah. if you're at 500 or anything above 500 you can cash that out in 500 lots 500 dollars yeah. for every 500 points pretty good and it's going to be kind of closing off soon, so we really need you guys to get in there and cash that stuff out because we don't want that to be, you know, sent away and missed out on. Yeah. So if you see anything at the bottom of your payslip that says anything over 500, get in there right now yeah. and get that. We spoke to a nurse the other day who had like 1,500 points. Yeah. So that's like, that's Didn't 1,500 bucks just sitting in there. So mm-hmm. please... Please check that. Please check. Um, but for any updated incentives, yeah, I know. She was like, that is amazing. Um, if you go on to healthcareaustralia.com.au, we do have all our incentives on there. Obviously, we are coming up with new incentives all the time. Mm-hmm. So if you're listening to this episode and it's been quite a significant amount of time, we probably have some more cool ones to look yeah, at. So definitely. head on to that website. But amazing. I love that you're yeah. going to be using that education allowance. Oh, absolutely. And you're going to yeah. have all these amazing yeah. experiences. Yep. Yeah. I look forward to them. I yeah, get so, so inspired good. doing this podcast. See, guys, apply to Healthcare Australia. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> Was there a, is there a place in Australia that is your like be all and end all? Like you moved over to Australia for this one experience. Is there something at the top of your list? Yeah, on the bucket list. Oh, anything that involves a beach. Yeah. Yeah, yeah pretty coastal. much. Coastal. Yeah. We love all yeah, love yeah, coastal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, so. you can work on an island as yes. well with Healthcare Australia. So you certainly can. You should put yeah. that on your bucket list goal. Oh, it's- Going, okay, right. Thursday Island, things like (laughs) that. Absolutely. Like, I think going, yeah. Yeah. Guys, you yeah. can go rural, inland, you can go coastal, mm-hmm. you can go yeah. on an island. Yeah. Yeah. There is Create amazing. a bucket list. Create a contract bucket list. Yep. Yeah. We have bucket lists in our normal lives, but mm-hmm. a lot of those things on our bucket list are contracts and our work-related things because yes. we love our work and we love traveling with agency and we love 
you know, travel nursing. So make a bucket list of the places that you want to go and tell your consultant the places that you want to go because, you know, if you if they know what you want, they can help tailor a plan for you to go exactly where you want to go and yeah. do exactly what you want to do. I encourage everyone, sit yep. there and write minimum 10 career bucket list goals. Mm-hmm. And think about that. If you're full-time in your job right now and you – and not feeling that passion and you're just trying to figure out like how do I get this love for nursing again, sit there and actually write down 10 things and go, what is it that I would like to do in my nursing career that would inspire me and get me excited? It can also be things that you want to do in your personal life because with agency nursing – you can you can tick off those bucket list items that are your personal things yes. by doing it through your career as well. Like if your bucket list item is to, you know, take a photo on the tip of Australia, do a contract up there, mm-hmm. and then yeah. you're already there and get the photo that you've always wanted to get. You can actually combine your work and your personal bucket list yes. to just create, you know, and design, we always say, your best life, really. Yeah. We're all about designing your yeah. life, guys. We love it. You can do that. <laughs> Was it design your life with HCA? Yeah, design your life today, today with HCA. With HCA. <laughs> We made that up. That's our motto. Yeah, it's our favourite motto, for sure. <laughs> Even though I messed it up. But anyway, you get the idea, everybody. Well, thank you so thank much, you Jane, so for much. coming oh, on the podcast today. Thank you both so much. We are so honoured. Yeah, you've been very inspiring. Oh, so. you are also yeah. inspiring. Oh. You are now an inspiring Team Purple. Exactly. Everyone will be listening to this being inspired by you. So thank you. Thank you again, everybody. <laughs> yeah. And we'll see, see you, you next guys week. next week. Bye. Bye.